WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Fiquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree. And this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. (laughs) Ruthless aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Good evening, everyone. Welcome to The Rock right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. And did you know that starting tomorrow... It is September. You get money off in September, y'all. I think it's twenty five percent off, thirty no thirty percent off is thirty percent off in September. So if you want to subscribe the regular way to the channel, you can subscribe using that in September. Get thirty percent off. Uh, you can also you know follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin. Let's get this officially underway. Yes, September has started right now because apparently it started because it's, it's overseas and it's Japan and September started. 
So you, you, the people at home, the person listening, the people listening around the world, whether it's in the United States, Canada, Japan, or wherever, for one month at 25% off, 25% off three months, and 30% off if you do six months. It's September, now available, presented by, what did it say? Team Fight Tactics. It's September. Okay, I don't know why it needs a sponsorship, but... Because somebody was willing to pay money for it. That's someone, why. Someone wanted to put money up to have their name in some... That, Marketing, y'all. That way Twitch doesn't lose any money. Anyway, you can tweet us at Wild Talk Radio. I'm Rock Radio Show at, at Lindsay. Come to WildTalkRadio.com. RockRadioShow.com. Or Twitch.tv slash WTLive to interact with us live. And guess what, Chad? You can use current code RockerSoccerLens and order the Fortnite item shop. You can no longer buy Becky Lynch or Bianca Belair or 17,000 pages of Marvel. The shop is cleared. Oh, wow. Is it? It's only like 10 pages now. <laughs> Oh, it's only 10. Not oh, 40. Okay. There's no longer 40 pages in the shop. Aww. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's, that's good that there's only 40 pages, but... I know. But hey, do the thing. All the things. You can't You can't get Becky and Bianca anymore, so you're going to have to wait until they run them again, which I'm sure at some point in the near future they may do that. They probably will at some point down the line, yes. But we have stuff to get into tonight. So for the front half of the show, we are doing news and payback. And then in the back half of the show, we are going to do talk about Bray Wyatt and what happened there. Um, so if you're here for that, please wait for the back half of the show. If you're here for the other stuff, get, you know, get ready, get comfy because we're, we're going to go through it because we have news, we have notes, we have payback, we have tweets or zeets or whatever the hell they're called now. Posts. Um, posts. We have all the things. We have so. stuff. We have stuff to get into tonight. We're gonna, we're gonna do, do the thing that we need to do. So we're gonna do it all, in in in, yes. the, in a span of time. But yes, just in terms of the news, we're gonna do that in the back half of the show. So with that, let's not waste any more time and get right into the news. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films, YouTube.com slash MBG twelve eleven, and. Get ready, everybody, because Roman Reigns is going on vacation, and filling those shoes will be John Cena. He's going to return to SmackDown Star on September 1st, which is tomorrow, and he will wrestle at the Superstar Spectacle in India on the 8th. But Um, but wait, but wait, there's more. There's lots more John Cena news. He will be appearing starting tomorrow on 7... No, finish reading it. It's not tomorrow. He'll be there tomorrow. Then he's off for a week, and then... Well, it doesn't say he's off for a week. And then it, then he will be doing seven straight SmackDowns starting September 15th. Yeah. Because Roman Reigns is going on vacation, y'all. And, and, and a little strike that happened. <laughs> that, too. John needs something to do. And so... They're on strike, so what is he supposed to do? He can't work, so he might as well come home to WWE, because that's what actually, he's doing. Actually, I'm surprised that he is, because I didn't the Rocket warned not to work for WWE, because they're non-union? No, no one, there's no official warning. People okay. may encourage him not to, but John Cena has always been loyal to WWE. Has never sort of been on any sort of long hiatus where he doesn't want to support or be along with the WWE brand. Whether he's performing or not, he's the WWE brand. I mean, he's going to India for for how? 
Because he has nothing else to do. Because he's helping them with their TV partners, because their contract with India is coming up in a year, so they want to be make nice-nice with the Indian people and uh, get more money. Like you do, because you, you get ready to close a merger here soon. So yeah, so John Cena will be around, so look forward to that. So uh, one, one would assume maybe he works fast lane because it, by, with all those times he's around, he would be around there for that. Maybe. Who knows? Um, and just one other John Cena note, because he can't promote it um, because of the strike. Uh, his new movie Freelance will be released on October 8th. I believe that is going into theaters. I believe so, yeah. So and he's out on a Netflix movie too, you know. Yeah, Vacation Friends two or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, wow, he he went there with it, okay. Um, and speaking of Netflix and Peacock, be- debuting on Peacock on September second, so this weekend will be the Kurt Angle documentary titled Angle. Um, it's not produced by WWE; it is independent of them. Um, and apparently, it's going to go places. It's supposed to be really good. So, yeah, um, this is a, w- a thing WWE didn't have their hands in, but it's on Peacock. So, it's now WWE property in in some manner. Cause, um, it's associated with them because yeah. I think they technically... I think after it got produced, they got involved. Yeah, I think they're producing it or something like that, mm-hmm. or they're putting it together or something. But they, they weren't in the actual production. Like, they didn't... They didn't do all the, it all wasn't the work filmed, on it. Yeah, it wasn't filmed and put together by them, yeah. So I think it's going to go places that they probably normally would not go as a result. But with Kurt, you kind of have to. Because oh, there yeah. are specific things that need to be addressed. Um, <laughs> yes, so, there, yes, there are. Yes, there are. Yes, and good news to everybody who has a shit football team like me. Your team can finally get their championship. It's just not a championship ring from the Super Bowl. It is a WWE championship. The WWE and NFL have done a first ever partnership where WWE will be producing NFL themed championship title belts. They are available for purchase. Yeah, they're on WWEshop.com, Fanatics, wherever you get your belts on those two websites. This is a big deal. Legitimately a big deal because it's an this NFL. This is huge. This is an NFL WWE licensing agreement and the NFL doesn't really do these types of partnerships that often. So that they're allowing their team, individual team logos to be produced and put on another product that is not NFL related. It's not a shirt. It's a WWE championship and it doesn't, it doesn't have the big giant WWE logo. It is your team's logo. So all 31 of 32 teams you can get right now because apparently one of them Sold out. Tony, Tony, how many titles did you buy for the Jaguars? I'm just curious. Did you buy all of them? I need to know. Or... Because I find it hilariously funny that the Jacksonville Jaguars titles are the ones that are gone. Or the real actual answer is Tony Khan has to get them removed because it's it's his company, it's his team, and he doesn't want a WWE-produced item for his team. So that's actually what happened. TK got it pulled. Which means he's going to try to make his own, and then he's going to realize he can't, and he's going to miss out on on the money. On that, but it, the on fact, the money for that, the fact that they had to claim it was sold out, because legitimately, Fanatics tweeted it that it was sold out. They, they were surprised that the, that a pre-order item was sold out because if you're pre-ordering the item, it means it's not been fully produced yet because they take your pre-orders and then they produce them. Yeah, that's what that means. They don't have it already made and in stock. They make them based on the number ordered. I. 
I just find that hilarious. I'm sorry. It's just stupidly funny. Like, he's, he's, that's, I get it. Like, I understand it. Like, he's the owner of AEW. He's a partial owner of the Jaguars. It makes sense that you don't want your rival producing something for your football team. But it's also, from a marketing standpoint, kind of a stupidness. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Because that's that's money on the table that you're leaving on the table. But it's whatever. It's him. He's a lot smarter than I am. So I'm sure he understands. But yes, now, finally, at long last, the Atlanta Falcons can get a championship. Unless they fumble this one away, too. Well, they kind of can't because they're not the ones paying for it. It would be the fans. So they can't fuck this one up. Never like say. they do everything else. Never say never. Yeah. But, like, this is... Okay, I seriously... I This is what I want from this. I want the teams to get these. Oh, they will. I want to see them walking around on the sidelines, for however stupid it is. I want to see them walking around on the sidelines with the title belts. Oh, you'll never get on the sidelines unless it's a championship game and a celebration. You'll never see that. But in the locker rooms, yeah. You know, like, you know, what is it the Florida Gators have? Like that necklace or whatever that ever that they pass around, the chain or whatever that, are, that they pass around? I want to see that kind of shit with this. That it's like, it's this thing. That they get, and they're like, we have our own championship title belt, and we're going to let whoever walk around with it. Because this is huge. This is massive. Like, WWE has already produced title belts for the for all the championship winners in terms of every sport ever. But this now opens the door for a partnership with, like, the NBA and MLB and every other sport conceivable yeah. for these titles to be produced and then passed around to fans because, you know, fans can have them custom made. Like, you can pay, you can go to somebody who makes wrestling belts and have one custom made. Like, I know a guy that had a Predator's belt custom made. I, I so think you I can know, do I, that. I think I know that guy, too. Anyway. Um, I, I think you know them, too. But but this now on. opens a door for everybody. Even for those Dallas Cowboy fans who cannot make it to the Super Bowl, in 20-something years, they can now have a championship just because it's available at WWEshop.com. They don't have to get to the Super Bowl. You can buy a championship with the Dallas Cowboy logo on it. I knew it this morning. Oh, I knew it was in chat. chat. I was trying to wake him up from and have him say something. I was encouraging it. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, this actually started with um, the with college football. As well, because they were, they have, I think they're doing it with the SEC. Because when they were here in Atlanta, they were pushing a Georgia Bulldogs title belt. Okay. Because, you know, that's what every Georgia fan needs. They're not already obnoxious enough. Now they need this. Well, yeah, of Where course. they can run around, they can run around with it and go three Pete, three Pete, three Pete. You know, but still, this is, this is a huge deal. I think this is really cool. I think this is neat. It's just another way for WWE to sort of work their way into pop culture. It's another way to sort of bring all the sports together. Yeah. And it's another way for them to stay relevant and stay on top. You don't see any other company striking a deal like this to be able to produce these where it's like the where the NFL and that company come together and like, all right, 
we're going to license you our title belt. We're going to license you our logos. And then we're going to, we're going to make a shit ton of money because that's what this is. They're going to make a shit ton of money because there are going to be those football fans that have to have this. Yeah. Right. It's a collector's item. They have to have this. You got to put it up in in your, your, um, man cave. Unless you're a Jaguars fan. And then I'm so terribly sorry. I'm sorry, but it doesn't, doesn't exist unless you ask Tony Khan to make it rip off one. Yeah, which he may do. I don't know, but I would I would sincerely doubt it. But he could he could get his own produce. Like I said, he could. They own the team, so they own the logo. So they could technically they have the rights to the logo. So technically, Tony Khan could make his own if he really wanted to. Like he could get it produced on the AEW title mm-hmm. and like go through somebody and have it made and sell them. But he has to get um, permission from the NFL to do it. Yeah, that's the only thing. And I very much doubt they're going to tell him to do that. It's more going to be, well, you had your chance, and here we are. Um, So that's that's pretty cool. Moving on to AEW. Um, Do you just want to lead with it? Do we just want to get it out of the way? No, I want to end with that part. You want to end with that part? Okay, all right. So, AEW Fight Forever DLC Spring Stampede is now available for free. Free! Free in the... Woo! Keith Lee and the Bunny plus two mini games are available now for eleven ninety nine. So Spring Stampede, or not Spring Stampede? State. I should say Stampede. I was thinking WWE, but Stadium Stampede. That was my error on that one. Is available now. Um, you can ride a horse. Apparently, you can ride a horse in Stadium Stampede. It's the online battle royale mode for AEW's video game that everyone. Ride a horse, save a cowboy. Uh, I, go Hagman Page. Um, it's. Just, you're trying to save a video game. Also, DLC for eleven ninety nine. You get two people and two mini games. I WWE gave you five people for nine ninety nine. I'm just saying. Um, Look, but, but if they you, but they if, have to make up money. If you yeah, you're not making money by selling the bunny. I'm sorry, you're not. Bunny's not going to drive home the, the the money for DLC. But if you have the the, the pass, it all comes free. So, case okay, because I, I take it you've played it. Is it fun? Question mark? We'll get his answer in a minute. I just like it. You can ride a horse. <laughs> you can. You can ride a, go- a golf cart and stuff. Oh man. So, anyway, well, continue. while we wait for him to answer, yeah, let's let's keep going because you know he's he's talking. So on a positive note, the oh he actually hasn't done it yet. Okay, he will do it though, and you will report back. Yes, please. Thank you. Perhaps during our stream. Okay, if we're doing the serious shit, don't tell us. Wait till after, um, because I don't want to be in the middle of the series shit, and then we're like, "Oh hey, the horse," um, because that's kind of weird. But anyway, would love to hear about it after. Okay, so the boys have resigned with AEW Ring of Honor. Yeah, so that's good. Yay, go them. Um, All In has been announced for next year at Wembley Stadium on August twenty fifth, twenty twenty four. Let's hope everybody can find their way there. Um, AW announced Wrestle Dream. Hold on, be... hold on, hold on. <laughs> just like that. I hope everyone can find their way there. Yeah, so they're going back. Um, they're going back. It's been announced. It's been announced. So now they all have a year to make their, their cab transportation to get their Ubers in order. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, AW announced Wrestle Dream. We're going to talk about that in a second. Which would be held in honor of Antonio Inoki, and it will take place in Seattle on October 1st. So that's very cool. A nice tribute for him. Yeah, there's a, there's a nice another pay-per-view. They're trying to work with a New Japan with it. But New Japan has stuff, so who knows how much town's going to be involved. But yeah, it's another pay-per-view for AEW. Woo-woo. Yay. 
But that's sweet that they're going to do a tribute for Antonio. Um, and speaking of all in and all out oh, and the clusterfuck oh, that oh, happened. Okay, let's get into it. The CM Punk Jack Perry situation. I'm going to let you talk about this because you know more than I do. So, a few weeks ago, backstage at Collision, Jack Perry, who is the son of Luke Perry, for those who would like a frame of reference, wrestles for the company and it was one that was doing some sort of angle that involved glass and they told him to use prop glass, but he wanted to use real glass and then CM Punk said, you know, that's stupid, and they had an argument about it. Fast forward to Saturday at the zero hour on the pay-per-view for All In. He's There's an angle with a limo, and they he taps the glass and says, this is real glass, cry me a river, into the camera. So, Mr. Punk did not like those comments, and then when he got done after the match, they had a little bit of a confrontation backstage. He said, he said... Someone went after somebody, punched somebody, choked somebody. Who knows? There were cameras involved. There was a lot of shoving going on, and people needed to break up the fight. Punk had to be talked into wrestling in the match. Because at one point, he was saying, I'm done, I quit. Because, you know, he can say things, and then people can, you know, respond to him. But no, God forbid you respond to him in a tweet or just anything. Don't just respond. You cannot respond to CM Punk. He can say all the nasty stuff, but you, you gotta keep your mouth shut. Or he'll go tell H-R-O. He'll go tell him, tell him, oh, I can't tell He locked them from the building. Um, so, (laughs) there's that. So, one thing led to another. They had to talk him back into the fight. Samoa Joe talked to them into fighting. Because at one point they were switching the match order around. They asked the Young Bucks and FTR to go first. They're like, no, we're not ready. So they couldn't go and fight. That didn't become a thing. So what they ended up doing is they got in the ring. They did their match. And then both men were told to go home. And now they're both suspended pending an investigation. Which apparently there were cameras. And guess what? They saw everything. So there'll be video footage that they can review. Which means CM Punk, Chicago's own CM Punk, will not be available for All Out, which takes place live this Sunday in Chicago at the United Center. Tickets still available if you want to go see CM oh, so see AEW, not CM Punk, because he's not there in action in Chicago at the United Center. Um, so yeah, cry me a river and, you know, gets people upset because you comment back at them. Uh, you know, <sighs> people believe Sam Punk will be done with AEW going forward because guess what? Him and Tony Khan have not spoken. Guess how he learned, Lindsay, about his suspension? Do you know? Through his lawyer. Through his lawyer. If that doesn't say anything, I don't know what does. This is the second incident within a year um, involving CM Punk and a talent and a physical altercation. Um... Where Punk was actually off TV for a considerable amount of time due to both an injury and the altercation and it being investigated. And also what is believed to be just general difficulties where he did not want to come back. 
Um, and Tony Khan had to basically convince him to come back and start working. CM Punk has been very vocal about the fact that he is not happy in AEW. He does not like the Bucks. He does not like the Elite. He is barring people to the point, or he's acting to the point that he's barring people from the building, including, as Rock mentioned, talent relations. Christopher Daniels was sent away. He was not allowed in the building. You don't allow your own head of talent relations in the building because the talent barred them and said that they were not allowed out in for having backstage fights because my friend my friend can't be here so your friend can't be here either it's i've tried to hold this in for as long as i can but this is sir is this a company that's being run by two-year-olds i really need to know because i will i will say this in my world which is a professional world this shit would not fly none of this would fly he Everybody involved in the incident a year ago would have been fired. But I'm also not a professional wrestler. I'm not a talent. I understand that blood runs hot. I understand that shit happens. If fight breaks out. And so you just sort of roll with the proverbial punches, as it were. And they made the decision a year ago that Ace Steel was the only one that was going to be supposedly fired, even though he wasn't really fired. He's been working for the company for quite some time. But, but he doesn't know, have he was to, the he, only one fired. And he doesn't have to he gets paid to do nothing. Consult. He's a consultant to make CM Punk happy. He wasn't fired. Um but anyway, so but he was. He totally was. He was punished. Um so basically nobody was punished coming out of that incident. Um and then you now have a secondary incident involving CM Punk where the situation has gotten what I would say considerably worse because Tony basically gave him the keys to the kingdom regarding collision and Punk has what seems like carte blanche to a point to be able to do whatever he wants, including allowing people in, in the building or not, which to me makes me really question the leadership of that company. It makes me question Tony on the whole. As I said, he's much smarter than I am. He's trying to appease people. He's paid a lot of money for CM Punk. He's trying to get his investment back out of Punk. I understand it. I respect it. I just question if it's worth it because the amount of damage that has been done in two incidents alone, like this was the biggest show AEW had ever done. It was like 83,000 in attendance. 81,390 paid fans in attendance. Biggest show AEW's ever done. Questionably the biggest show in wrestling history, though. The largest paid audience for a professional wrestling show in the history of sports and entertainment. Keyword paid. Keyword paid. Keyword paid. Um, you have this mon- monumental achievement by this company, and nobody is talking about the show. Everybody is talking about CM Punk and Jack Perry and how basically AEW looks like a fucking fool because of this. That's what everybody's talking about. That's not what you want coming out of that, especially rolling into a pay-per-view a week later where everybody's sort of like basically making fun of AEW and calling it a joke. Because that's that's really what they look like is a joke right now. Like the amount of egg on their face from this is kind of ridiculous. And I know I'm not the only person to call Tony Khan's leadership into question here. Because it's, a, do, who, who controls this company? Are you the boss or is Punk the boss? Who's signing the checks? But whose side is it on? Anyway, it's, it's just a mess. And it's going to continue to be more of a mess until they actually put down the hammer and lay down a wall. Until then... The inmates will run the asylum, brother. I mean, I will say this. Casey and I and Brent all had kind of conversations around this, and Casey provided insight as he is awesome to do. 
where he, you know, he's like, basically, it was, you know, tempers can run hot and things happen. And so it's, you know, you just, you do what you do. I forget exactly what he said. So I'm sorry, Casey, I'm paraphrasing really, really. But basically, he came up with like, it's a three strike policy. You have two strikes on you, one more and you're done. How many, one more and you're out. I think he has more than that at this point. Two minutes. That we know of. He's he's got in with him Nick Nemeth or, or, or yeah, Nick, not Nick Nemeth, Ryan Nemeth. He's got into it with HR and he's got or the, the talent relations and stuff. He's got in with the brawl out stuff. He got into it with Hangman. He's now got in with Jack Perry. Who else? How many strikes? That's going to be the thing. It's it's he's more than more than that. You've passed way too many strikes. At some point, you got to like to say hey. It's just what it is. Anyway. I mean, we'll we'll end on this. He wants out. He's he's ready to go, right? He's ready to check out. He's not happy. He's publicly stating he's not happy. He's and here's the other side of this is he will continue to cause trouble until they let him go. That's that's kind of his MO and if it if that doesn't work, then he will walk out. We've seen him do it before. Saw him do it seven, eight years ago. Ten years so, ago. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. At this point, almost. So, it's, if he's ready to go, if he's going to do nothing but continue to cause trouble, if he's not going to work, if he's not going to do things, then let him go. But hey, he got the good guy award from Flat Rally Club. So, uh... Go him. Go punk. He contributed to the professional wrestling for soda pot individuals who made exceptional contributions to the professional wrestling have exhibited outstanding dedication to the sport inside and outside of the ring. That isn't a laugher. I don't know what is. <laughs> anyway, more news. More news. Moving on from the A of the E of the W's. Wrestlers based in Kentucky's Ohio Valley Wrestling, which will start streaming on September 13th on Netflix. Yeah, they, Netflix. The, tra- the trailer for Wrestlers looks really good. It does. It really, really, really does. And it's nice that o- OVW is kind of getting their due. Yeah. Because they, they, were, they were the um, farm system for... Forever. Years. For a decade. Until they started with FCW. And it kind of, it was in, I think, Danny Doring's hands, and then he sold it, and I believe Al Snow bought it, or he bought into it, and it's run by Al Snow. Yep. Or it was. Him and Danny Davis, I think, still do? Excuse me, Danny Davis. I don't know why I said Doring, but Danny Davis, yeah. So, there you go. There you go. So, you have that to look forward to. And Impact Wrestling Hall of Famers Gail Kim and Awesome Kong, along with the beautiful people, who are not Hall of Famers, uh, we'll be returning to the ring at Impact 1000. Yeah, Gail and Awesome Kong are wrestling. Um, Angelina Love will be wrestling. Velvet will be in the corner for a 10-woman tag at Impact 1000. They're doing a whole big thing. There's a fan convention and everything. Tracy Brooks, I think, is going to work, too. She's going to be tagging with um, Frankie against Alicia and Eddie. That's pretty cool. May have to May have to actually watch that one if they're going to bring everybody back. AMW is going to be involved with the fan fest, so they'll probably be on television for something. It's going to be a throwback. Big props to Impact Wrestling. So, they're, a little side note for all this: their their taping schedule is going to be a little different. They're going to be taping their live events that they're doing in Australia that we talked about a few weeks ago. That's now going to be TV tapings because they're fixing up their production uh, studio. They're going to upgrade things again. Dang. So they're getting new stay of the art all equipment and everything and they're going to be higher quality production starting in the new year so less talent for the next few months because they're going to run with with less talent because of touring and stuff but going forward in 2024 they're going to have all new production stuff so that's cool that is cool so good for them congratulations um moving on from there let's 
talk about Payback, which is going to air this Saturday on the Peacocks in the United States and on WWE Networks everywhere else. Um, We're going to do a very sort of quick pick. We're not going to sort of go into the matches. because Just say why we're picking them. That's it. Simple and easy. Yes, quick and easy. So let's start with it. The steel cage match between Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. Please, God, let this be the end. This should be the end. This will be the end. Becky's probably off to go work with Tiffany Stratton after this. Trish should work someone else. That would be cool if she sticks around through Mania. Give one full and final run. If she takes some time off and comes back, that's great. Because she was drafted, so I expect her to stay around a little bit longer. But who knows? My thought is Becky walks out with the victory. I think, yeah, Becky needs to get the victory. She needs to win. I love Trish. Love her very much, but she she doesn't need it. Becky needs it more, especially as you're starting to sort of build towards Mania and Rumble and everything. You need to start to build Becky back up and get her get her cooking for whatever she's going to be doing in in uh, the first of the year. Mm-hmm. So Magic April, Becky Lynch wins. Sources say nope. We <gasps> April. Wrestler 3. No, there's no Wrestler 3. Wrestler 3! It said Wrestler 3! Wrestler 1. Becky Lynch. Okay. On the flip side, we have WWE Women's World Championship on the line as Rhea Ripley defends against Raquel Rodriguez. This has been a strange little feud. It has. Uh, um, I'm not completely against it. You have Rhea getting a legitimate challenger in terms of size and strength in Raquel. Um, this will be the first person to really sort of take her, I think, to the woodshed on that score. Yep. It should be a fun match. But Rhea's keeping the belt. Yeah. Rhea's gonna win. Magic Gable does Rhea Ripley win? You may rely on it. We... Wrestler 2. Raquel. Okay. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Versus The Miz. No way Miz wins. Yeah, they need to put L.A. Knight over. This is it's all about making L.A. Knight and putting him over and making him look strong and giving him a win against a legitimate contender. He beat Finn on the SmackDown to remember Bray Wyatt, but this one will really count in terms of, hey, this is a legitimate victory over a former WrestleMania main eventer that you saw in person for the WWE Championship when he fought the guy you can't see, but you can starting tomorrow on SmackDown, John Cena. Um, yeah, it's L.A. Knight, yeah. Yeah. Eight ball, Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. I was waiting for a yeah. Probably it would have been nice. Wheel. Wrestler one. LA Knight. Yeah. Okay. Your United States Championship is on the line as Rey Mysterio takes on Austin Theory. Now, there's been, I think, a little, little tension in Rey's group. It, it's a perceived tension. I, oh, from everything that's said, they're all on the same page. But some people, Brent, believe that Santos <sighs> will turn on Rey Mysterio at some point so you do Santos and Rey because that's what Brent believes will happen. Because <laughs> I like how you're just blaming him. He's the one who said it on Sunday. I'm just going... With Is he him. even still in chat? Probably. Yes, he's still there. Yeah. So it's what he said. So we're going with his theory and then just giving him credit when it, credit's due. If it doesn't happen, then Brent was wrong. So we're just making it... Does he have to admit he was wrong? He should. But does he have to? Uh, I, I really don't care. Um, I'm going with Ray retains. Yeah, I I gotta stick with that. Ray retains, although there may be some, there could be some tension, but we'll. I think Ray keeps the title for now. I think the LW marketing machine is too strong to break it up just yet. So 
With the tension in Judgment Day, yeah, you don't want to break up the LWO just yet. April, Austin Theory. I look good for Austin Theory to get the belt. Wheel. Wrestler 1. Ray retains thanks to the wheel. So next. The WWE Tag Team Championships are on the line in a Steel City street fight. You have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn taking on Damian Priest and Finn Balor. And we talked about tensions. We talked about problems. Here we go. Damian Priest and Finn Balor have been having their issues and nothing solves a you know good quality issue like winning the tag team titles. It just unifies people. It just brings them together. Nothing bad ever happens when people who are disagreeing with each other win the tag team championships. Am I right? JD McDonough helps them win the belts and they're all mad. They'll still be mad that they won the belts because JD helped. But I think Kevin and Sammy lose. JD helps them get the titles. I mean, I have loved the run of Kevin and Sammy. It has been glorious, but it is also kind of stale at this point. You can still continue them on, or you can split them out and back into singles if you want. Um, but give the titles to Damien and Finn just because what's going on in Judgment Day is far more intriguing. And you have the money in the bank, and you have the tag titles, and that will give Finn gold, even though he didn't win the world title. It gives him his gold, so now he and Damien and Rhea and Dominic will all, in a sense, be equal. Here's a big if Judgment Day win, they'll lose the titles on the season premiere of Monday Night Raw that goes up against Monday Night Football. That's a bold prediction. Two back to Kevin, and, back to Kevin and Sammy. If this Ooh. all plays out, so anyway, Rock out here making predictions. Eight ball Judgment Day. Let me rely on it. Wheel. Wrestler one. Uh, Kevin, Kevin and Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. And last, but certainly not least, in a heated little feud, we have. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. I have loved what they've done with Shinsuke in this build. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I don't, I don't know who to pick. I mean, I do. I know who to pick. I want Shinsuke to win, even if it's not necessarily a long run. I want Shinsuke to win just because it's earned. It's deserved. And you could roll with it for a little while. Give Seth a break, because Seth has had the title for quite a while now. He's been a wonderful champion. He's a great champion. He's always better when he chases. You give Shinsuke the title, sort of make him that unstoppable force for a while. Because I really do enjoy the heel character, like the the cool collected heel. I like how he does that. Um, So I, I want Shinsuke to win. Then pick Shinsuke to win. But he's not going to. Make the pick. Pick him. Pick it. Do it. Fine, Shinsuke. Seth Rollins is going to retain. Eightball, does <laughs> Seth Rollins retain? No, says the eightball. Oh, no, I'm screwed. Wheel? Say Wrestler 2. Wrestler 2. Which is Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm screwed! No! Chat, you go to Facebook.com, says groups, says Wild Radio Network, go to Twitter.com, says Wild Talk Radio, give us your picks. You got till Saturday at uh, the 5 Eastern to give us your picks. With that, Tweet of the Week? Tweet of the Week! <laughs> to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter until I found Twitter oh a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving my addiction starts to climb 
I go to refresh my timeline, 'cause I won't stop tweeting no more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm sure. Go ahead. What do you got? Alrighty. So Jenny Yokobore. I love having ADHD because it means a burglar will most likely never find my valu- valuables, and neither will I. I think people can relate to that. I think people can relate to that. Violent J. Leno, a.k.a. James Vander... I can't read the rest. Anyway, customer sits down at a bar. I'd like to order a pumpkin parry. What's that, says the bartender. It's just a Pepsi with Jack. You want that in a glass? Pew, glass, are you out of your mind? <laughs> and that's all I have. Uh, in a heart, it's Jonathan Taylor landing spots best fit for fantasy dolphins. Most terrifying in real life, cheese eagles bells. Funniest. Falcons. Low-key flames. Rams. Pretty cool once you think about them. Bears. What the fuck, guys? Lions. Unnecessary but funny. Jets and Seahawks. For their love of God, no. Tampa Bay. Tommaso Giampa. Missing. You, you, your help is required. Print out flyers. Hang them up. Change your profile photo. Help me find my best friend. Age in his prime. Sex. He fathered a child. Race. Not fast. Eyes. Two. Hair. Luxurious. Height. Darn. Weight. Double darn. Rustling. Marvel attire? Go help him find Johnny Gargano. <laughs> That's Tweet of the Week. All right. So with that, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we will be doing our tribute to Bray Wyatt and talking about everything that happened there. So um, you don't want to miss it. You're listening to The Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Did you know you can use creator code ROCK and SOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. on the Pacific. But what about midnightish? Still midnightish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night, just earlier. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. 
Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you are listening to the Rap Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. Right here on wildtalkradio.com, brought to our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it if you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available where you can use it here for free for 30 days. You can also, you know, subscribe the regular way and take advantage of September, which is happening right now for awesome discounts on subs. So go check that out. Or you can follow the channel, you can hang out and chat, or you can listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you, and... I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk about this. But we have to talk anyway, about this. Anyway, that's been the Rack Live. We're here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Next week, we'll be back live. <laughs> oh, man, I don't... Oh, God. <sighs> so, <sighs> so, chat, last week reason why we were not on the air is because of the unfortunate news of the passing of Bray Wyatt. He was 36 year old. Um, he passed away in his sleep 
Thursday afternoon one week ago after coming home from a doctor's appointment where he had a follow-up about his heart problems he had been having due to COVID-related related issues that spurred some stuff on, which he's been dealing with for month, months since February, which was last time he was on television. That, that's why he's been gone. No other reason. It was because of a legitimate health issue, not creative, not mental. It was heart-related. Um, the facts of the matter were that they found him. He did not wake up. He died in his sleep. And, yep, yeah, that's what happened. It's unfortunate. It sucks. The timing of it all sucks because all the reports you heard, he was making strides and he was getting healthier. Everything was leading you to believe at some point in the, in the future, whether it was a month, three months, six months, he was getting back on track and would be in front of our television screens once again entertaining the world. And what we learned was not to be one week ago. Since that point, everyone on the internet, all his colleagues, all his non-colleagues, people from every promotion around the world, every celebrities around the world, sports teams from around the world have paid tribute to one Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt. The football club um, over in Europe paid tribute. They played his song at halftime or intermission of their game. Um, I forget the team name. Brian or Casey could tell me what it is. I don't remember. Began with an A. I can't remember off the top of my head. If they can remember Arsenal. That. Arsenal, thank you. Um, so that happened. Um, on All Out, or All In, um, House of Black, they had Firefly, the Firefly gimmick, with the lantern, crowd paid tribute that way, which was really awesome. WWE put out an amazing tribute video on Friday, which they then again showed on Monday and on Tuesday. And it's on YouTube and it's on Twitter and it's all over the place. If you have not seen it, if you want to learn about the character, know who the person was, is amazing video where you get a look at the character, the personality, and the human. Because there's elements of everything in it. You see pictures of him with his family, his brother, people he's worked with. Um, it's all in there. It's a great video. One of the most, like, the video is one of those videos where it doesn't look like it's a video showing off his life because he had died. It's showing off, like, this could have been used as a return video of, like, uh-huh. this man is returning. This man's coming back, you know, coming back to your screens and what have you. Um, there's a 35 plus minute video on YouTube where you had a variety of wrestlers. Bailey, the Good Brothers, um, Top Dollar. Um, Brian Saxton, um, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Samantha Irvin. Holy shit, Samantha Irvin nailed it. She sung. He's mm-hmm. got the whole. She, he's got the whole world in his hands. She nailed that. Such a beautiful tribute. They, it was a great video. They did tributes on from. They had Cody say good, nice words. They've had. Oh, but they, everyone wore wristbands and stuff like that. Mike Rome, yes, that's the one I forgot. Mike Rome was in it as well. Um, everyone wore tribute bands. They've all. Seth Rollins had nameplates, the Fiend nameplates on his belt on Monday. He he did open it with Yowie Wowie. LA Knight's promo on SmackDown, where he cut a promo and talked about elements of Bray Wyatt and then ended it with, you know, wise one to man, next time I see you, you better run. And it was a great tie-in and great use of Bray Wyatt-isms. Um, Seth Rollins on the house shows um, did different things resembling things in Bray, like the the the, the back bend in the corner and the, the kicking with the leg and things Bray Wyatt has done. You've seen many. You had um, Dijak on um, on NXT use hurt heel gloves in tribute to Bray. Um, everyone's going out of their way and. 
Kevin Owens and Beth, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins and Alexa Bliss and I don't know if Becky did a video, but I know Kevin did. I know um, Alexa did. I know uh, a bunch of people put out videos on their own on their socials, highlighting what a great person Wyndham Rotunda, aka Bray Wyatt, was and like his laughter and all these different things. It's like everyone's paid tribute in their own way, and not one person has said a bad thing about the human. Nope. He's a he, like. Kevin told a story where you know about a DM conversation, make him feel like you know, make him feel at home. Becky on on Raw after the show, one she broke down at the end of Raw, and then afterwards cut a promo, talked about how Bray the first time you know helping her out when she had her first table match. Teach she taught it, taught her how to bring out a table and set it up by herself and and things like that. And everyone's talked about how welcoming he was and how like the first conversation they had like made him feel like hey. We're longtime friends. Like, it's kind of human he is. Like, or was. However you want to phrase it. So that, that, all of it, the outpouring of, like, support and great stories has been amazing. It's, it feels like Brody again. For those who don't know, Brody Lee was, was part of the Wyatt family. He unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Right, uh, like, I think 2020? Yeah, okay. right before COVID, like, really. No, we were, we were all in lockdown because... It was COVID. Right. It was the heart of COVID. One of the hearts of COVID. Um, yeah, because they not, had to come out and say it wasn't COVID. It wasn't COVID. Something happened and just sort of... Something got something happened with his lungs and, and just never recovered. Never, and it was a long process for him that um, unfortunately passed away. And you got all this love and support that way. It's like, it's, it's been great. It's been supportive. And it just... It hasn't... Like, if it was all negative, it would be so really depressing. And it's depressing. It's really depressing that someone that, that young of an age passes away due to unfortunate circumstances. And, yeah. But the, uh, the positive has been the support and how positive people have been talking about him. And sort of just making it feel like it sucks... But we're all going to get through it together. It's a celebration rather yeah. than, rather than it's grief, but it's celebrating his life and it's celebrating who he was as a person. And it's kind of for the fans opening that door to who he was as a person, because I think for the fans, speaking as a fan, we never got to see Wyndham except maybe one time. We it, never saw Wyndham. The Wyndham, when he, first, when he came back this last run. Someone said that was Wyndham. That first promo he cut was Wyndham. Yeah, that was Wyndham. And we said it when we heard it. That wasn't yeah, Bray. That was him. That was Wyndham. And so that was the one time we ever got to see Wyndham. And so to have the curtain pull back and see all the tribute videos, like Jason Baker was out there posting a video of Bray at Savini Studios when they were fitting him for the theme mask and they were just screwing around and he's in this crazy like chair that he's rolling and spinning around it just giggling because he's having fun and he's like oh i got this now and you just see that side of Wyndham where we never really got to see him and so in that way it's a nice way to say goodbye because you get to see the person behind the character and you hear all the stories about how you know Wyndham loved Wyndham loved giving us the puzzles and then watching us work them out and watching us figure it out like that was, he loved that he loved, he, loved, he, he loved that he was a meme with the Roman the Roman spear meme. He loved that. And he loved, you know, that that we loved him, right? Like he I think that was Jason Baker. It was somebody who's or maybe it was the writer that, you know, yeah, it was Rob, the, Rob Fee or whatever. 
Yeah, that was like, you know, that opened that door that he's like, you know, he knew. And that's that's really helpful in the sense that he knew that we loved him. He knew that he was loved. He knew that, you know, we were responding to him. And it was responding in a positive way. And he got out of that. Because you never knew, right? Like, he was so good at keeping that character in place and maintaining that kayfabe that you never really, you never got to see Wyndham or experience Wyndham. Except the one time, and so that's made the loss difficult. And I've told this to a couple different people where it's been a, it's been difficult to wrap my head just as a fan around the loss because it's multi-tiered for me, and I know it's multi-tiered for a lot of people because on a very very surface level of it, he's just gone, and that's what makes it difficult. Is he's just gone? He will never come back. And I don't know. And it's weird because I don't know if him getting fired helped with this. Because, like, him getting fired, I obviously took it very, very hard. Um, And I was mad and I was pissed off and I was upset. And I actually got pissed off about it again for a completely different reason Um, after he passed away. But, like, the fact that, you know, it's like he'd been off TV, he'd already been fired. And, you know, like, for me... I had never really fully reinvested back in. It's like Bray was back and I was happy that was Bray. Bray was back. And, you know, unfortunately they put him on SmackDown. So I had to watch everything like the day after or watch it on Twitter or YouTube or whatever, but I would always watch it. And so it's like, yay, Bray's back. And, you know, all's right with the world. He's back. And then it's like, he did the match with LA Knight and then he was just gone again. And he was obviously dealing with this. And then we never saw him again. And so he's been gone for months. So it's like it made at least that separation somewhat easier. But just the knowledge that, you know, we're never going to hear that music again. We're never going to hear the Wyatt cut again. We're never going to ever on this show speculate about the possibility of, oh, could Bray Wyatt come back and do this? Just that that level of the loss is difficult to even wrap your head around because this was so unexpected. This was so out of left field. Like you heard that he was having health issues and you worried of course but everybody's like oh he's getting better he's gonna come back it's fine right like he's fine and you're like oh, okay great he's fine and then next boom he's gone like it's just it just hit the news and rock had the unfortunate task of telling me yay he had to tell me when bray got fired and then he had to tell me when he passed away yay <laughs> good friend right here yay um, go me because because <laughs> i didn't know um but it so it's like, it's that. But then it's like, you also grieve for the fact that the story will never be finished. And there's so much of the story that's left on the table. So much that's there. It's like all the stuff that they could have done with Cody. Like you think of all the possibilities of what was there, right? All the stories they could have told with him. And it's just never going to happen. And it just makes you so sad when you think about that. Because it's like, oh God, you can see it. You could see what it was going to be. You can see what it should have been, and it's never going to happen. And I think that's, like, I'm upset that he's gone. I'm upset for his family. I I hope that his mom and his dad and his siblings and JoJo, because um, I'm not sure if they were married or not, but... His... Every report said girlfriend not married. Yeah, I know they were engaged. I don't know if they had ever, ever gotten married, and I didn't really necessarily want to, like, pry into that during this. Um, but, you know, his partner and his children, like, God, his children, he had four kids, and two of them are relatively young. I think they're both toddlers. 
Like, I know he has older kids, and when I say older, I mean, like, maybe right around 10 years old. Yeah. But, like, he has younger, he has young kids, like, toddlers. She had two babies, like, in rapid succession. And, like, the fact that they're going to grow up with, you know, all of the kids are going to grow up without their dad, but the young ones aren't necessarily going to know him. They're not necessarily going to remember him it's going to be very questionable depending on their age if they will and that's just so ungodly sad because he loved them so terribly much you can tell he loved his family his girlfriend he loved his children he loved his parents he loved his siblings he was all about that he loved his extended family just that's who he was as a person and it's tragic you know it's just one more layer to add to the layer um so it's 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 been a hard process to really understand and really sort of come to grips with the fact that he's gone at least for me i don't know about anybody else like it's like to me it's weird because i never knew him i never met him but it shows the power of the impact that you grieve for him like and when i say grieve for him i grieve for him rock can tell you brent can tell you i grieved for him because it was just it's like oh god he's gone oh god he's gone and it's like that's why i think when i posted out i said wrestling is a love story because it is a love story he would disagree with me because that's not what he said in his post. But to me, it is a love story because something about wrestling made us fall in love with it. Something about wrestling brings us back to it. No matter whether it hurts us, whether it helps us, whether it heals us, whatever. <laughs> something about it always brings us back to it. And it's whether it's love, whether it's enjoyment, whatever. But it's it's something that in that sort of tangible thing that brings us back. And for me, it was love. It was I fell in love with The Undertaker, I got lucky, 20-something years, and then he retired and left, and then there was Bray, and I was supposed to have, you know, in my mind, it's like, I'm supposed to have Bray for forever, right? Because he's 36, and I'm older than Bray. So, reasonably speaking, I should have Bray for another 20 years, and I don't have him anymore. And that's what makes me just, like, sort of sit here and go, God, fuck, now what? Now what do I do? Who do I fall in love with? How do I keep watching wrestling? Because he's just, he's not there anymore. And he never will be. He'll be in video packages and we'll keep him, we'll keep him in this show forever because he's a part of this show just because that love has extended to the show. But it's, it's just, it's been very hard and very weird to know that he's never coming back ever. It's a shitty part of life. It is a shitty part of life. But it's like you just kind of sit here and you're like, holy crap, just. Holy crap, go hug the people you you love. Go tell them you love them. If you have any unresolved issues with people, for the love of God, go tell them. Because you never know. You really, really, really never know. And what's really unfortunate about this is like the day before Terry Funk died. You should probably mention that. The day before Terry Funk died. And then everybody's like, oh, you know, Terry Funk, you know. And it had been expected because he had been ailing for quite a while. But, like, Bray, Bray was just, like, you're just sitting here on a Thursday afternoon, and then all and, <laughs> oh, shit, like, we were just gearing up for the Fortnite season, because it was going to come out the next day, and we were getting ready to do the show, we were talk about everything, we had it all to go, and then that news hit, and it's like, oh, oh my god, I, it's like, I was sitting, I think I sat here in shock for, like, two hours. Because it's like, what do you even, what do you even do? And then it's like, I came out of it and it's like, oh God, we have to talk about the air. I can't do this. <laughs> Why are we canceled? I can't even come to grips. 
with can't, it. That's why we we canceled an hour before we was going to air that we weren't doing a show. I just sat and read Twitter. I was playing Fortnite reading Twitter the entire night. It just That's kind of what I did that night. It's just sort of like, okay. And you see everyone's positive comments. And there was one dude got, who who made some negative comment and people ripped on him. Because you, you, why are you making negative comments on the day someone dies? Like, ooh. But everything else was positive And it was just great to see people coming together. And you just saw how much he touched the people. Like, because he had this connection with fans and the, the audience and his colleagues that just... He was talented. He was creative. And he's a star that they never knew. That, well, they knew. They knew they had a star because they kept giving him the platform to be a star. And he'll always go... He'll, someone posted this and, like, I thought it was a decent idea. Put him in the Hall of Fame this year coming up. Honor him. Because if you wait, you're just going to... Just do it. Just put him in. He deserves it. He was going... He was in that direction anyhow. You honor him. It's a great place to do it. His impact on the business is such that he created something, two somethings actually, that is entirely iconic. The Fiend is something that will not be forgotten for an incredibly long time, if ever, just just based on what it achieved. Like, it crossed... It was a it was really a pop culture phenomenon in, in the fact that it crossed out of wrestling. And it went into other genres. Like, he really made an indelible mark on the industry just for what he did with Fiend. And then you look at the Wyatt did with the Wyatt family. Look at Ed in the short Wyatt W. To me, and I am exceptionally biased, it is Hall of Fame worthy. Just for the mark, just for the contribution that he has made to the industry. He will not be forgotten for a very, 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 very long time, at least not in our lifetime. He was a, he was, he was a creative genius. He was. He was absolutely a creative genius, and anybody that you speak to, including Triple H, will tell you he was a creative genius. He was a madman, mad man, but he was a creative genius. Just need to learn to focus. Um, but I will say that all the positive tributes, talking about the person... And Casey mentioned this on the air, and I'm going to back it up by saying that you know, you can tell the mark of a person and who they were based on how people talk about them. Where people weren't just doing the standard, oh, he was a great wrestler, he was a great guy, rip, right? Where they, it's the right thing to do, it's the right thing to say in the moment. It's no, you know, Wyndham did this. Wyndham was this. And it's not Bray, it's Wyndham. Wyndham was, and they, talk about something positive or, or something nice or something wonderful and they go into detail just something, about something small he did for them just how he went out of their way his way to fulfill welcome how he went out of his way to help people you know the the fact that he pulled two girls out of a burning car came back up again um you know just who he was as a human being as a person it tells you what he was like and the fact that so many people have been positive and so many people have just celebrated him human being it tells you who he really was and it it helps with the process for all of us to remember him and celebrate him and we will continue to remember him we will probably forever but i mean i didn't want to bring up the hall of fame i didn't want to put him in the hall of fame but yeah just do it just just do it. Because it will be a nice closing of the chapter. Because what they did this week was great. But you you put it together, you put it in a final stamp on it at WrestleMania with the Hall of Fame. You do it because, you do it here in Philly, where he returned. It's a whole, like, connection thing. You can tie it all together. It, it would make perfect sense. 
And it would always be one of those things where if you don't do it this year, it will be like, now you're reopening the wound of hell, let's honor Bray, and it's five years later, um, then you put him in. It's like, the, I don't want to say put it to rest, but that's what you you would do. You like, you close the chapter officially. You have Eric and Braun induct him and have Bo accept. Bo and his sister accept it, or JoJo, whoever. I would put Joe, Bo, Bo and JoJo out there maybe and have them accept it that way you can have like full closure of the story and you won't have to wonder like two years from now should they still put Bray Wyatt into the Hall of Fame and then when they do it'd be like oh it's a shame he's not here but then you're reopening the story once you just if you close the story you can you can close that chapter and everyone can have peace with it if that makes sense that's why no. I, that's why I would do it. No, I I can completely support and back that up. Um I would also say push Bo Dallas because if if, if that's something Bo wants. We don't know if what If that's Bo, something Bo wants. Because you don't know what he he came back he no one ever knew but it was Uncle Howie was Bo Dallas, ta- ta- his brother Taylor. The fact we that we all knew. We all knew but they never acknowledged it. But I'm just my point was they got to tell the, they got to be they got to work together. His final moment in the ring, they got to work together. And that's yeah. something you can't take away from someone. The fight, yeah. the fight. They got to do things together in the end. Was it how they wanted to at the end? No, because they had more to tell. But at least they were able to work together and, t- and just sort of be together for the final story. But if Bo wants to come back, let him get... And whatever he wants to do, whether he wants to work, whether he wants to produce, whether whatever, if he wants to be involved, don't do it like a Chavo thing where like he's pooed to take, you know, Bo Dallas is here to carry on the legacy of Bray Wyatt and in, in the return. No, it's just let, if you're going to bring back Bo, let Bo be Bo. If not, just let it be. And again, don't have Braun come back and do the honor of Bray, honor the Wyatt legacy. That's no, like... We've seen it with with them. We've seen it. It's not the greatest stories ever told. But the Bray Wyatt Wyatt family story is over. It's done. The, the lantern has been shut off. That chapter of history is over. Unfortunately, don't relight the fire and try to recreate it with a bow or anything. But if yeah, Bo wants no. to, but if Bo wants to work, let Bo work. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. But goodbye, Bray. Thank you. Thank you for the memories. Thank you for everything, and we'll see you down the road. I don't know. But with that, I think we're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> I should probably warn everybody up front, I'm really weird about death. Hate talking like, about it. We're done. Really we, we, weird we got about through it. We did it. It took 30 minutes, but we got through it. Awesome. Perfect. Anyway, that'll do it for the Rack Live. We're here on the Wild Talk Radio Network programming. Reminder, there is no Fortnite with Friends this Saturday because we're watching a premium live event called Payback that we previewed. About an hour ago, so that'll be the thing. But CB Radio will be live at 11:30 p.m. Eastern, maybe a little earlier, when depending on when the premium live event ends. And me and Brent want to go. Hey, let's talk. Uh, thing. So maybe we'll go live around 11, 11:30, somewhere in between. Check your local listings for time and availability. Follow us on Twitter at Wild Talk Radio, and we'll tell you exactly what time we're. We'll be officially live, but most like 11.30 if not a little bit before Sunday night programming note, there is no WTR Sunday night Russell Talk Radio, so just uh, just X out everything in the schedule because it's, it's weird this week, because there's a pay-per-view it's called All Out and we're going to be watching it so we can cover it probably next Monday following the Raw Post Show, because Monday night's the Raw Post Show 11pm Eastern I think we're doing a 
not so live. I'm a shorter version of not so live talking about all out, most likely. I think. I don't know. They gotta tell me if they want to. We'll figure it out. But we'll be back next Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern, for another edition of Rack. What we're doing? It's called something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we got a couple weeks. Oh no, next week is the preview review. That's right. RHR all out. I mean, yeah. Next week is the review of Payback. That's what we're doing next week. It's the week after it's something. Yep. I know what I'm reading. We got it. Anyway, pre-review Payback next Thursday. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twixer. Facebook.com says Wild Talk Radio Network. Chat. First, it's Rack Radio Show on social media. Find it or wherever you get your podcast. No, I don't. I don't I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm getting tired. Anyway. Chat, if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Games Sports Channel. I click on the purple rectangle button on the screen. It's also September starting like now. You get save up to 30% on six-month subs to, to any channel you support. 25% off brand new subs every all month long to any channel that you support. So it's September presented by Team Fight Tactics. Because that's the way they make up their money for giving you cheaper subs. Um, <laughs> yay. Take give Jeff Bezos money. Woohoo. Chat. Use Curry Code Rocket Soccer with Lindsay and Winner Fortnite Out Shop and Epic Games here. Why? Who are your hashtag Epic Partners? You can follow me on most of the social medias at Ford Everyday. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ward, where I where I stream Gidget Impact and Honkai Star Rails. If you want to come hang out and play some gacha games with me, you know, come on over to twitch.tv slash Ward. Give me a follow. You can also follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Ward. Uh, lindsward.rockradioshow.com or just look for lindsward on the YouTubes. And you can follow me on TikTok, lindsward0, where I post Genshin and Honkai content. So, you know, you can come check that out. Like, subscribe, follow, ring the bell, do all the things. And while you are liking and subscribing and following and do all the things, you can go to youtube.com slash mbg1211. That's MBG Films, Matt, our good buddy. Great friend of the show. Go watch his content, check it out. He does wrestling figure stuff and so much more. So go tell him we said hi. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to Rock right here on WallTalkRadio.com. And we'll see you later. Bye.